All right, the Tigers acquired a new player over the weekend. Mark Canna was acquired from the Milwaukee Brewers, going to play outfield for the Tigers. And he's on the line with us right now. Hi, Mark. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to Detroit. Thank you. Now, we don't want to be prejudiced, but I'm looking at the teams you played for before, Oakland, New York, Milwaukee, and you're in the best city right now. This is the best (laughs) Yeah, I've heard. I've heard good things. Uh, Yeah. I'm excited to uh, to dive in and, and go exploring. Now, wh- where are you from originally? I'm from San Jose, California. Okay. So Oakland was close, right? Probably had, yeah. uh, you know. Uh, and, uh, and then you started moving as far away as you could get in New York. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and then you worked your way back towards the middle, Milwaukee. <laughs> so now you're, now you're here. We don't, we don't have that much yeah. in common with San Jose. Obviously, our weather is identical, <laughs> but uh, other than that. Uh, but it is uh, – you are coming to a team that is on the rise, and there's a lot of enthusiasm and excitement with a ton of young players and a new GM and a new president who are, you know, kind of bringing what I would call the newer thinking of baseball to a franchise that for a long time had older thinking. Was that part of the appeal in your mind of, of being here? Um, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I don't, uh, I didn't play a part. In the, no, uh, I know you didn't, you're not a free agent. Uh, I mean, you didn't have any say in it. Yeah. I'm just trying to spin yeah. it positively here. Uh, no, no. I, I think just, um, I think just being wanted, like that, I think Scott Harris and the way he kind of, it says a lot that he went out to get me this early and, um, it's, it's never lost on me. To, for someone to show that kind of trust and respect in your game to to want a player like me it's just um it means a lot and uh, you know I'm, I'm kind of a type of maybe an analytical uh, analytics kind of dream player kind of uh-huh. you could say I guess just in terms of I'm not uh the, my numbers don't pop off the page and maybe there's some things um that you have to look a little deeper to find and in, in what makes me me and I think uh, Scott is – it kind of shows what kind of uh, guy Scott is, and, and I'm just grateful to, to be in an organization with him at the helm. You, you raise an interesting point. There's a whole subset of analytics that guys like Scott Harris and a lot of the younger executives in, in, the, in the game use to evaluate whether a player will really be an asset to a team. And it isn't how many home runs – or how many RBIs, you know, the stuff, the, the traditional stuff that people mm-hmm. go by. Do players themselves, like yourself and others, are they, are they as aware now of the, you know, the WAR st- statistics and the, the other little numbers like that, that, that even though, as I say, the old marquee numbers of how many home runs did you put up or how many RBIs uh, or how many strikeouts, uh, but you guys are actually aware of, no, I, I've got the good, I've got the numbers that they're looking for. I think we realize that those numbers are around and, and um, I don't know, at least for me as a player who's trying to yeah, achieve a career with longevity and, and stuff, you can kind of, the beauty of having these analytics is you can kind of curtail your game to, to be somewhat valuable in some way. You can figure out how to do it and, and, and what it takes to kind of, use your skill set to the most to the absolute like kind of get squeeze all the juice out of the out of the orange so to speak yeah. and mm-hmm. and um 
I don't know if it's, you know, I think it's just easy to, it's easier to tell a story about a player with all the, the numbers available to us now. And, um, and yeah, as players, we, I think a lot of people kind of are uh, skeptical about the analytics, but um, I think it, it does tell a story and, and um, it's also kind of cool, you know, it's a, it's a yeah. cool way for us players to kind of nerd out, nerd out about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey Mark, I got to ask you, I was looking over your stats here. You like led the league and getting hit by pitches two years in a row, 27 in 2021 and 28 what is that yeah. like to be the person that gets hit the most? I mean, you, at the end of the year, are you like, okay, this is it. I'm backing off the damn plate. <laughs> this, is, this is a title I don't want to have. Yeah. Show us your bruises. Yeah, wow. That's a good question. Uh, I try not to think about it too much. You know, I think if you, you start thinking about it, then the fear can kind of creep in. So I, I try to have a short memory from day to day on on how many times I'm getting hit by pitches. But uh at the same time, while it, while it doesn't feel good, I've been I've been lucky, first of all, not to get anything that's caused any serious injuries. Um, but you know, it's it's part of my skill set, and um, it's something that I've been able to do the last three or four years, and and something that just kind of I understand makes me a little more valuable and helps the team win a little bit more, and and can um, you know if you can just. I've learned that if I can just teach myself not to move when the ball's coming in there, um, I'm going to be on first base a little more than, than otherwise. So um, I, I used to joke with my teammates in New York you, that every time I get hit by a pitch, I go, that's keeping the lights on in the can of house. You are a brave yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That, that I've never heard it explained that way. That's you know, funny. I would have thought instinct would mean, you know, get out of the way as fast as you can. So you, now, correct me if I'm wrong, you're not leaning into pitches, are you? You know, you're like, like, oh, I know this guy throws kind of inside. If I just, you know, just edge in a little bit further, I can get hit. Um, You know, I, I wouldn't say lean into pitches. Some other pitchers might argue with you there. But um, I think – I think I don't move and I think I used to um I used to get hit a lot more a couple of years ago. I think I kind of developed a habit where I was striding in a little bit towards home plate. And I've always mm. kind of done that. But um I do tend to cut myself off a little bit with my with my front foot and step in towards the plate a little bit, which makes it at, at times when there's guys these guys are throwing so hard you have so little time to react sometimes. It just happens. Like, I, I don't even have time to really get out of the way, I think. Mark, you are a self-described foodie. You're coming to the right town, and don't you dare schedule a game the night of Eat Detroit because you have an invitation right. to sample the best restaurants in Detroit. Uh, and it's uh, we're looking forward to that again every single, well, every summer we do it. And uh, so you are gonna, you're going to eat well, my friend. You'll do well here. Awesome. That's good to hear. I'm looking forward to <laughs> Are you are you a foodie like in terms of making it, or are you just a foodie in terms of tasting it? Um, I'm better at tasting it than making it. Um, <laughs> but um, I do cook a little bit. I cook at home. My wife and I love cooking. We love cooking together and and uh, making food for our kids and stuff. And um, just food, I think in general, is just a passion for me. It's not just. Uh, Eating out or, or eating out even in fancy restaurants, it's 
dives and food trucks and, and just exploring everything um, that there is to, to explore. And, and I'm uh, Detroit's kind of an untapped market for me. So I'm, uh, I got a lot to learn and a lot to uh, experience and I'm excited. Oh, you're going to like it. There's a lot of really good eating mm-hmm. and a lot of it close to the stadium. So yeah, you won't have to travel around. Awesome. Have you ever had water ice? Do you know what water ice is? This is a big <laughs> test. I do not. No clue. Okay, water ice is like a derivative of Italian ices, where it basically comes out oh, of the okay. Philadelphia area. So we have a water ice, what's called the Detroit Water Ice Factory, which sells like 20-something flavors of water ice, uh, and oh. all the profits go to help the needy in Detroit. But it's a really cool store, and it's right down the street from the stadium. So, so we're inviting good. you to come come on in and oh. be a guest First one's the first one's free. Then you get addicted, <laughs> then you get and then yeah. you have to come back. We serve it with a little soft serve ice cream on the top, and uh, it's oh. pretty. Uh, yeah, if you play your cards right, you get a flavor named after you. So uh, I can see that. I, I can see the can of coconut right there. Yeah, there you mm-hmm. go. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I, it sounds like a, a place I got to take my kids to. Absolutely. My kids can eat some frozen 100%. treats. Hundred yeah. percent. Well, we'll look forward to it, Mark. Thanks so much for coming on with us, and welcome to Detroit. Glad to have you here. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. All right, Mark Canna there, newest Tiger over the weekend acquired. He'll be on the outfield. It's 760 WJR.